Okay, so uh, first of all, today's, today's learning obviously should be uh, uh, for the protection of those in Eretz Yisrael, uh, for the return of the hostages and the Nishmas, all the Kedoshim were killed. Um, it's the Zechon Nishmas from Moshe Menachem Nalevi, V'yakov and Shagafai Valevi, Sarlei Bashmul Tzvi, Achan Mepesat, Vesav Shuvah, V'rav and Ben So, well, we're in middle, we're up to Daf Gimel Amid Beis, um, two lines from the bottom. So the Gemara is saying like this: We have a machloekas of what does the word mave mean in the Mishnah. Right? So mave is either shein or it's adam. So it's a machloekas rav and shmuel. So the Gemara says it's either shein or adam. That the, so the, no, so, no, the Gemara never had Shane, it's at Shar. So the Gemara said, so Tana, according to Shmuel, Tana Shar Lakarnoi, Umabalashena. According to Shmuel, when it says Shar, it means Karen. And when it means Mava, it means Shane. Now, the Gemara is going to point out some problems. The problem is that it says, again, it says, Habar, Hashar, Hamava, Vehever. According to Shmuel, uh, Mava is Shane. So that means that in the Mishnah, it's listing Karen. It's a Shar and Shane. So isn't Shane part of Shar? The answer is Karen, Shar is Karen, and Shane is Shane. The, what's the only thing that's left out is Regal. Regal is not listed in the Mishnah. The Gemara will point that out, that there are three of us Nazikin for a, 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 an ox, and it lists two out of three. But now what we're going to do before that is we're going to input the lines of the Mishnah. If you remember, the Mishnah said that there are four of us Nizik, and Hashar, Abar, Amar, And then the Mishnah said, why do I need all four to be listed in the Pesukim? So it said, Loi hare Hashar, Kare, Hamave. Shar is not like Mave, meaning Shar has a, Mave has a Chiddush that Shar does not, and Loi hare Hamave, Kare, Hashar. And Mave has a Chiddush that Shar does not. Now, it didn't say which... What, what that is. It says there's a uniqueness that Shar has, that if it just listed Shar, I would not learn out Mava from it. And there's a uniqueness that Mava has, that if it just listed Mava, I would not learn Shar. Now that we know what Mava is, now let's input the information. Again, the mission just said, Loi harezek harezek. This is unlike that. Now, it didn't even say what that is, and then once I know what that is, now what are the differences? So now that we know that according to Shmuel, Mava is Shane, now let's input the Mishnah. Hachikamer. Look at these words carefully because there is a glaring problem in how the Gemara formats it originally, and the Gemara will eventually have to reverse it. If the Torah had just listened Karen that you have to pay, I would say, I would say, yeah, you have to pay by Karen because the animal doesn't get pleasure. As opposed to Shane, a Shane which has pleasure, maybe you don't have to pay. Meaning, so, loy if it just listed Karen, I'd say, Karen, you have to pay because the animal doesn't get pleasure. But eating, which the animal gets pleasure, you don't have to pay. Now, stop right there. The Gemara is assuming that the animal eating is a reason to exempt you, which is strange. It's yeah. the, it should be obvious. It should be the fact that the animal's eating. You should pay more. So the Gemara at this point is obviously under the impression that the fact that the animal is eating and getting pleasure, it's like, it's harder for me to guard it. It's more like an onus. But the Gemara will eventually reverse this because it's, it's, it doesn't really make much sense. Let's continue. And now, if the Torah had just written Shane, I'd say, I'd say, Shane, you have to pay because the animal did not intend to damage. As opposed to Karen, where the animal intended to damage. Meaning, right now the Gemara is saying that you only have to pay by Shane because it's not on purpose to attack. But a Karen, which is on purpose, you don't have to pay. 
So if a, a Torah had just written Shane, I would say, Shane you have to pay because the animal's not intending to attack. But Karen, where the animal's intending to attack, you're exempt. Which again is the exact opposite of what, what I was saying. The Gemara right now is assuming that because the animal is intending to attack, that's more a reason to exempt it. It's a major issue. The Gemara will eventually reverse this. If you reverse the Gemara, it makes sense, but not the way it's written right now. It means that the animal has consciousness. It's aware of what it's doing. Animals know what they're doing. If they want to attack, they'll attack. I'm not saying that they have seichel like we do, but they know. They know no, what it's the. Instinctive. Even its instinct, the instinct is to attack. It's not. Karen is when it's intending to attack. Regal is just walking. It's not intending to attack. Uh, yeah. So the Gemara says, the Gemara says, wait a minute. So you're telling me that it's more of a reason to exempt, meaning when it's intending to attack, that's a reason to say potter. Isn't it the opposite? If I have to pay by Shane where I have no intention to attack, then that's more of a reason to say you're saying that Karen is a reason to exempt you is because your, its intention is to attack. So that's more of a reason to exempt. No. If it's intending to attack, if, like if a dog you know, accidentally bites someone, if the dog runs after someone and bites, that's more of a reason to penalize the owner. I don't understand what you're talking about. So the Gemara said, well, meaning in other words, right now the Gemara is assuming that the fact that the animal intends to attack is a reason to exempt it. The Gemara said, that doesn't make any sense. The Gemara said, well, there is one case where a person intends to attack and is exempt. And what is that? Uh, a non-Jewish slave. If a non-Jewish slave uh, does damage to another person's property, the owner does not have to pay. We'll analyze this later on. This is later on in the Masechta. But that's an example of intending to attack and being exempt. So too by an animal. When it comes to an Evid, a non-Jewish slave, if it intends to do damage, you, the owner does not have to pay. So too, maybe that would be the, that would be the svar by the animal. So the Gemara says, wait a minute. So you're telling me that in general, the intention to attack is a reason to exempt you? And what's your source? A non-Jewish slave. Why is it that if a non-Jewish slave attacks and does damage, is the owner exempt? It's not because intending to attack is a reason to exempt you. It's a pure takonis chazal. Why? The Gemara says, Over there, there's a great reason. Meaning, when a, when a non-Jewish slave attacks, really you should pay. Because anytime there is intention to attack, there should be a reason to pay. Why is it that if a slave attacks, you're exempt? It's pure takonis chazal. Why? Shema yaknitenu rabbi ve'yelech v'yadlik gedisha shel chaveroi v'nimtzaz es chayvis rabbi me'amon v'chol yayim. Over there, it's pure takonis chazal because we're afraid of the following thing. What if you hit your slave and you yell at him and he gets really, really annoyed at you and he says, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to burn down my neighbor's slave and he has to pay for me. <laughs> Meaning, if you have to pay for your actions of your slave, then your slave can cause you a tremendous amount of problem. So, because they're afraid, you're going to get into a fight with your slave, he's going to go to your neighbor's field, burn it down, and then you'll have to pay an astronomical amount because you're mechaiv. So because this chazal exempted you from paying for your slave's things, but that's not a, but there's no source that when a person intends to do damage, there's a reason to exempt you. Oh, a slave intends to damage your potter. That's a special takanas chazal because it's a special situation. It doesn't make any sense. So right now we're saying in the Mishnah that the animal intending to attack is a reason to exempt. The animal having hana is intending to exempt. It doesn't make any sense. The Gemara says, no, rather reverse it. The Gemara says like this, uh, reverse it. 
Loi Royak, again, the Mishnah never said which. It just said Loi Royzekaroiza. So just take the same formula, just reverse it. Loi Royak, Karen Shekavanas Lahazik. If the Torah had just said you have to pay by Karen, I'd say, Karen, you have to pay because there's an intention to attack. Intention to attack is a reason to be Chayiv. As opposed to a shein, shein kavanah zahazik. Meaning, if the Torah had just written Karen, I would not learn out shein from it because I'd say, a Karen you have to pay because it's intended to attack. A shein, where there's no intention to do damage, it's just hungry, maybe you're exempt. And if the Torah had just written shein, I'd say, shein I'd say, shein you have to pay because the animal's getting pleasure. As opposed to Karen, where it's not. So that, now it makes sense. Okay, but here's the issue. According to Shmuel, the Mishnah is, there's four Abbas Nazikin. Shar, which is Karen, Bar, Shane, and 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 um, and fire. Here's the problem, though. So, out of the three avos of a shar, you have Shane, Karen, and Regal. Shane is in the Mishnah. Karen is in the Mishnah. Where's Regal? So the Gemara says. Now, going according to Rav, Mave is Adam. So Shar covers all of them. But according to Shmuel, Shar is Karen, and Mave is Shane. Then so now there's one missing, and that's Regal. So the Gemara says, the Regal my Shaira. Well, Regal's left out. Where's Regal? So the answer is when the Mishnah says the following words, Kishahizak Chavamazik, when the when the thing does damage, that extra three words, it's like a Gemara, it's like a Pasik, it's like Darshan Gapasak. These extra words is alluding to something else, and that's alluding to Regal. Regal. So basically, Shane is clear in the Mishnah. Karen is clear, and Regal is like alluded to in these words. So the Gemara says, But why not write it? Like, I don't understand. It, it, why, why is the Mishnah like alluding to Regal? Just write it. Say Shane, Karen, and Regal. You're already listing two. Just list the third. So the Gemara says, you're right. Okay. Well, but, but at least it said Shar and Mava. At least it's, it's, but at least it's listing them in the Avos. The other one is alluded to in the words, Kishahizakavamazak. Like, why are you missing? Yeah, why are you skipping Regal? So the Gemara says, you know what, change it. Mava is Shane, we'll keep that. Shar is not Karen, Shar is Regal, and Karen is, is skipped. Same issue, obviously, that you'll get to, but the point is, Karen, so now Shar is not Karen, Shar is Regal, and Karen is on the outside looking in. So the Gemara says, Shar is actually a regular Ragloi, Umavishenu, and Mavishenu. So now, by the way, what, before, before we address the fact that Karen is missing from the Mishnah, we have to now input the Mishnah of Loi Roize, now that I know it's Regal and Shane, not Karen and Shane. So now it is like this Loi Roya Regal, if the Torah had just said Regal that you're Chayiv, I'd say Hezek and Matzai. You're Chayiv by Regal because it's very, very common. Karoya Shane, but I would not learn out Shane from it. Shane is Aiken Matsai because Shane is not very common. Veloy Roya Shane, and if the Torah had just written Shane, I would say Shiyesh Hanola Zeka. I'd say you only chive by Shane because there's pleasure. Karoya Regal is supposed to Regal in Hanola Zeka. Okay, so that, that would be the Loy Roy Kizakariza. So now, according to this, Karen is Regal, Mava is Shane. What's missing? Karen. Karen, my Shira, what's Karen is missing? So the answer is Kishihizakavamazik, Lasuya Karen. Those words. Kishahizakavamazik is alluding to Karen. But Karen is not explicitly written in the Mishnah. Why not? Write it out, right? The answer is The reason why Karen is not in the Mishnah is because it doesn't really belong there. Why? It's the only Av that you don't pay full price right away. Right? Regal, you pay full price right away. Shane, you pay full price. Karen, the first three times you pay half. So Itaka is left out on purpose. It's alluded to because it is an Av, 
but it's not listed explicitly because it's unlike the rest. Okay, fine, that's good. Now let's go to the other opinion. Shmuel my What's the problem with Rav? Again, Rav holds that Shane uh, that Mave is Adam. Why did Shmuel not like that? Amrlach, he says, I'll tell you the problem with saying Mave is Adam. Adam, There's the next Mishnah. The next Mishnah listed other Avos. And what does it say? Shar Hamud. Shar Hamazik We'll go through all these. And Adam. It says Adam in the next Mishnah. So that's Shmuel's proof that saying that Adam can't be in this Mishnah because it's in the next Mishnah. Okay. Now, so that's why he didn't like it. So that's a good cash on Rav. I'm sorry, before we get to Rav's problem with the fact that Adam is listed now twice because it's listed in this Mishnah and in the next. True, true. The, Gemara's, the answer for sure would answer this as well. But let's go, with, let's go with Shmuel. Shmuel made a good point. Mave is not Adam. Okay, because it's listed in the next mission. But just a good question: Why isn't it listed in this mission? Like, I, I get it. You're saying Mave is Shane because Adam is the next mission. Why not put it together? Just stop. Why not put it together? Why not list two Mishnayos together? If if you believe Adam is a Av Nezek, it's just not in this Mishnah because it's in the next Mishnah. Well, why not just put it together? So the Gemara says, the listni Beresha. The answer is Beniski Mam and Kamari, Beniski Gufalai Kamari. Shmuel says very simple. Our Mishnah, uh, from a stylistic perspective, is only dealing with damaging of your property damaging. Bar, shar, ash. It's not dealing with you damaging. It just doesn't fit. It didn't want to list Adam because the entire flow of the Mishnah is shar, shane, regel, karen, property. Bar, your property. Ash, your property. You punching someone is a whole different, uh, it's a whole different category. So it didn't want to deal with it. Ah, but now let's go Rav. Rav believes that Mava is Adam. So here's the problem. It says Adam here, and it says Adam in the next Mishnah. Why is it repeating itself? So Rav, Rav responds, This is sort of what Adam is alluding to, is that it's listed twice. You want to know? Why? In the first Mishnah, it's listing to say that you have to pay by an Adam. The second Mishnah is telling you that it's a Muad, meaning that you pay full price. The next Mishnah is not telling you what is a, what are the things that you pay for? It's telling you how much you pay. So the first Mishnah, it says that an Adam is one of the Avnazigan. And then you want to know, does it pay full price? Does it pay half price? The next Mishnah says full price. That's why it says Shar in both Mishnahs. The answer is, the first Mishnah is clarifying that it's an Av. The second Mishnah is that they have to pay. The second Mishnah is how much you pay. That's it. Let's keep going. So now let's assume that Mave is Adam. So now let's do the Loi Let's in, in, insert that information. According to Rav, this is how he reads the Mishnah. If the Mishnah had just said Shar, I would say, Ashar you pay. Why? See, Ashar pays Kaifer, which means that if Ashar kills a person, you have to pay a penalty to the family. Do you have to pay a penalty to the family if you kill a person? No, because you get the death penalty. So there is no monetary payment. So if the Torah had just said you have to pay by a shar, I'd say, shar, yeah, you have to pay because you have to pay kaifer. Karei Adam, as opposed to an Adam, she'en mishalam is a kaifer. I would not learn that Adam from it because there is no kaifer by an Adam. The reason why there's no kaifer from Adam is because you're getting the death penalty. And uh, what's called, um, uh, um, um, what's the Russian? That whenever you get the worst penalty, you get the less penalty. And the opposite. And I would say that if the Pasuk had just said you have to pay when a person does the damage, um, a person has to pay 
what's called four dvarim. This we'll deal with later. Tsar, Nezek, Ripoy, and Boishas. You see, when your animal pays, you just pay the damage value. But when you pay, you have to pay for the medical bills, you have to pay for the time off of work, you have to pay for the embarrassment, you have to pay for the damages. So that if the Torah had just written Adam, I would not learn out Shar from it because Adam has all of its uniqueness when it comes to payment as opposed to Shar. And that's why you need both to be risen. So now let's keep reading the Mishnah, knowing full well... One second. Yeah. So when a shore kills, it doesn't have to pay all of that stuff? No, just one penalty. Shore is just one penalty. All those things are not paid for. Are they going to go into that a little bit more? I hope so, because, I mean, I'm assuming so. Oh, yeah, I'm assuming. It's like 120 dollars. I would assume so. Um, I should pretend that I know more. Uh, yes, and Daf Laman Zion. And like by the time we get there, everyone's forgot this conversation. Anyway, so now let's input the Mishnah Viter, knowing full well that Rav interprets Mave as Adam. Pay Gimel Amid Beis. I knew that. So the point is, now that we know that Mave is Adam, let's keep reading. And that's the The uniqueness of all four is. Um, they're all common to damage. Now, let me ask you a question. Let's go through each one. Is it normal for an ox? It's normal? We're saying that all four, it's common for them to do damage. I understand fire does damage regularly. I understand a pit will do damage regularly. A shar? So the answer is, yeah, a shar that's a muad. Meaning, the mission is talking about a case where the animal had already damaged three times. At that point, it's darkai. Umuud dark elazik and umuud is dark. Yeah, this is kivin diyod urchihu. Yeah, once it's done three times, that's it's considered categorized as dark elazik. But now let's think about it. According to Rav, Mave is Adam. In Adam is dark elazik. It's common. It's normal for a person to do damage. A Jew, the Adam, Adam dark elazik biyashin. The answer is talking about a case of the guy sleeping. A sleeping person is normal to damage. Gemara says yashin dark elazik kivin dekayvu poshet urchu. Yeah, it says, yeah, when you're sleeping it, it's, and you're moving around, that is very normal to use damage. In a, a wake person, you have to consciously do damage. And most, at least by Yidin, we're not, it's not part of our, uh, our normal actions. But a person sleeping, yeah, it's dark in the house. Yeah. Oh, let's keep going. Now let's keep going. The next part of the line of the Mishnah. And your job is to watch them. Does that sound like it's an Adam? Would you say that your job is to watch them? Wouldn't it be your job is to watch you? So the Lushan doesn't really work if it's Adam. If it's Shar and it's Shane, I get it. But if it's Adam, would you say Shmirasan Alecha about yourself? The Gemara says, Shmirasan Alecha, Adam Shmiras Gufayalov. Gufayalavu. Shmirasan Alecha. You'd say Adam Shmiras Gufayalov. Shmirasan Alecha. It implies that you're watching something outside of you. So the Gemara says, okay. So you're saying that's a raya to Shmuel that the word Mave is shame. And according to you, Hatani Karna, Karna was an Amora, Tatana, and he had a Brisa that said, He listed Adam clearly. And it still said Shmiras and Alecha. So you have that same problem. So what's the answer? Adam Shmiras Gufa Elavu. Elo, Kedamele Revavo, Latana, Revavo had to amend the text. Adam Shmiras Gufa Elavu. Meaning, Shmiras and Alecha is referring to the other three. By Adam, it's Shmiras Gufayalav. Go to the next page. Hachanami, Tani Adam, Shmiras Gufayalav. Meaning that's what you have to say. When it says Shmiras and Alecha, that's referring to three out of four. The Adam is Shmiras Gufayalav. You'd have to change the text a little bit regarding Adam. 
Okay, fine. Now, we're saying... Exactly. Now, we're referring to Mave is either Adam or Shane. Here's the problem. Maskiflo Rav Mari. Rav Mari says, I have a question. Isn't Mave water? The Gemara says... The aim of Mava is a Mayim. Isn't the word Mava used regarding water? And that would mean damage done by water. So either you flooded someone's property or you took like wastewater and threw it on his suit. You took like urine and threw it on his suit. So Mava could be Mayim. Why is Mava either Shane or Adam? Isn't it water? How do I know this? Kidichsev, as the Pasuk says, a Pasuk in Yeshaya, Kikdoyach Eish Hamesim, as fire uh, burns things that melt, Mayim Tiva Eish, water bubbles fire. So you see, mayim is tiva. Mayim causes the wa- the fire to like sizzle. So you see, like when you put like you ever put like water on it. So like water. So you see the word mayim with the word tiva. So you see, mayim is 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 mava. So the Gemara says no, no, no. It doesn't say mayim nivu tiva ishksiv. No, no. It's not the water that's bub. It's not the fire that's bubbling. It's the water that's bubbling by the fire. So it's actually mava is actually more fire than water. Okay. So mava is not it's not water. It's fire. So here's the kasha. When our Mishnah says Mava, we said it's either Adam or Shane. Maybe it's fire. So the Gemara says Maskava Ima Mava Zaish, Dikzikiv Tiva Eish, Hudiksiv. So how do you know Mava is not Eish? So let me let me just explain outside why this is a very simple question to answer. What did the Mishnah say? Arba Avas Nazika. Shar, bar, Mava we're now saying is fire, Vahever, which is fire. There you go. That's I know that Mava is not fire because Hever is fire. That's, that's why. And it doesn't work. And the Gemara is going to prove you cannot read the Mishnah assuming Mava and Hever are the same thing. The Gemara says, Then what's Mava and Hever? It's the same thing. If you're saying Mava is fire and Hever is fire, then Mava and Hever are the same. And the And if you want to say, yeah, they're the same, and they're just explaining what they are, Mava, what's Mava, Hever? Then, and then how is it Arba of us? It's only three. And if you want to say maybe the four is because Shar has Shane, Shar has two of them, so it's a Shar which is two, Bar three, and then Mava which, and Hever which are the same. The problem is Then also the mission doesn't work because it says meaning Shar and Mava are not like fire because Shar and Mava are living. As opposed to fire, that mava can't be fire. The kids say it just doesn't doesn't flow. Okay, let's. I oh, know it just does. It's just pasha doesn't work. Okay, let's keep going. Tana shalosh tani ravoshia ravoshia had a brisa. Our mishnah had four. Ravoshia's brisa listed more than four avos nazikin. It listed thirteen. Shalosh esrei avos nazikin. They're actually thirteen. Now, what are the thirteen? Shemerchinam or shemerchinam. Who's, uh, let's say he's watching it and uh, he was Pesheya. So he has to pay for that. That's a damage that he's responsible for. Shoyel, uh, uh, a borrower who's Chayev, uh, even for Einsen. Noise Sacher, a paid watchman, a Seicher, which you have to pay. They're responsible for uh, Pshias and if it's stolen. Nezek, if a person does damage. Tsar, Ripoy, Boishis, those are the four things. Ripoy, Sheves, and Boishis, those are the four things that a person has to pay for. It's always funny that those are called Avos Nazik, and there was a more the payment, but I guess they're categories of, of damages. The Arba, and then those are nine, plus the four of our Mishnah are 13. Okay, now here's the problem. my Why does our Mishnah not list 13? Why does our Mishnah list four? So the Gemara says, 
According to Shmuel, what's Mava? That's Shane. So according to Shmuel, it's a very simple answer. Our Mishnah is only dealing with property damage, not people damaging. It doesn't list Adam at all. So because it doesn't list Adam, it doesn't list Shemachinam, Saimersacher, Saicher, Vichule. But according to Rav, that our Mishnah says Mava, which is Adam, so it's already listing Adam, so why doesn't it list the other nine? Listen, Tana Adam, The answer is very simple. When it says Adam, it means all of this. It's included in Adam, all these things. Adam could be a Shemachinam, a Shemachinam, a Shemachinam, a Shemachinam, it's included. Oh, so according to Rav why if 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 why why does it have to list all nine? Isn't Adam including all nine? Nami hatani le Adam, trei gavni Adam. Rav will tell you it says Adam twice, meaning Mavet let's say is Adam. So why does it have to list Adam and Shemichinam Mishael all those? Because Mavet is where a person does damage to an animal, and those are is when a person does damage to a person. Tana Adam the Azik Adam. So meaning. Forget about Shemir Shechinim Shemir When it says Mave, that's referring to a man punching a cow. Okay, as you do. And I feel like a Philly sports fan. And, and, and I, it says in the Mishnah, Tsar, Sheves, Riboy, Boishas. Those are when a person punches a person. So it lists Adam twice because it's listing a person damaging property and a person damaging a person. Now, before we address why is Shemachinam listed, because Shemachinam is a person damaging property, right? A Shemachinam is I'm watching something, I'm watching a, a computer, and it breaks. So, Mave is a person damaging property. Tsar Sheves, Ripo Yimboishis is a person damaging a person. That's why it's listed. Why is Shemachinam listed? Because Shemachinam is a person damaging property, which is already listed in, under Mave. We'll address that in a second. But right now we're saying that Mave and Tsari, Vashavas, and Boishas, even though it's all a person, is because one is a person damaging people, one is a person damaging property, and it's listed twice. Why isn't a shard listed twice? A shard damaging a person and a shard damaging property. If you're going to list everything, then Ravoshia should add, it should say shard twice. One is a shard damaging a person, and one is a shard damaging property. should also be listed twice. You should say an ox damaging an ox. And you should list an ox that damages a person. So the Gemara says, wait a minute. Why would I... You want to know why it lists a person damaging twice? Because there are different halachas between a person damaging property and a person damaging a person. If I damage property, I pay for the property. If I damage a person, I pay netzar, repo, shavas, and boishas. An animal, there is no difference between whether an animal damages an animal or damages a person. He's paying one thing. So why would the Mishnah list it twice? That's why it doesn't list it twice. It's not just interested in listing every case. It's different halachas. The Gemara says, Hi, my, why would it list an ad- a shar twice? Adam, I understand why it lists an Adam, a person damaging a shar, and a person damaging a person. Why? Adam da'azik, Adam shalom arbedon, because there's different payments. When a person damages a person, you pay four things. But by an animal, there's no difference about who the animal damages. You just pay the penalty of the damage that you paid, that you caused. Um, question, uh, maybe I missed this. Is, yeah. a da- is um, death also can- under damages, or is that something separate from what an animal does? That's that's called kaifer. It's still under damages, but that is called kaifer. Yes, but that, that's going to be damages. Damage. Yeah, correct. Not something separate. Correct. Now, see, here's the question. Rav Oishia listed 13 things. One was Mave, which is a person, and one is Tsar, Sheves, Ripoy, Boishas. So we said, why? They're all people. So we said, yeah, but 
But uh, a mave is where a person damages a property, and those four are where a person damages a person. So then why does it list shaymerchinam, shayel, naisei sacher, v'sacher? That's when a person does damage to property. Isn't that included in mave? The answer is, Mave is where a person actively damages property, like you punch it. Is where the damage happens to property, but not be a dying. I didn't do it. It's that a pshia happens, I let it under my watch. That's a bigger chiddush. That's why it had to be listed. We'll end with this. So Rav Oishia had 13. Tanya Rav Chia, Rav Chia had a brisa. And his b'risa had 24. 24 of us is equal. How so? You got the 13 that we just listed, but now you got to add. Tashlumi kefil, I have to pay double for stealing. Tashlumi arba v'chamisha, I have to pay four or five if you stole a sheep and then it got slaughtered or sold. A ganef, a thief, a gazlin, a robber, a demzaymin, which is that you lied falsely under oath and you get whatever you were trying to dish out. Ha'oynes, someone who rapes, a mafatis, someone who lives with a woman and seduces her. Moisi shemra, a husband who accuses his wife of being a ba'ula when she's not, tamatama is someone who contaminates someone's um, like fruit. I go and I touch your fruit on purpose. Hamadamis, if I take truma and mix it into your fruits, I make it that you could only kehana could eat it. Hamanasech, if I go to your wine and I make it yayanesech, that's 11. Vani Tlesar and the 13 list of Ravoshia Ha'esam Arba. That's 24. So just to finish up, Ravoshia, my time, Hani. Why did Ravoshia not list the additional 11? The answer is, Bimamayna Kamari, Biknosalai Kamari. Most of these are Knosim. They're not damages. You see, there's two different types of financial payments there's a penalty and there's paying for damages. I'll give you an example. I punch you in your face, I break your glasses. That's not a penalty. That's, I'm paying for what I did wrong. You park, according to most Paiskim, if you park on the wrong side of the road and they give you, you know, a, the, the, let's say, the, the, you know, uh, you park in front of a hydrant, you get a ticket. That's not a damage. I didn't do any damage to the city. It's a penalty. They don't want people to do this. It's called a knas. And it's a more of a chiddish to pay. Most of those 11 are knasas. Therefore, they don't make the list. Like, kefil is a knas. I stole a watch from you. The fact that I have to pay double, what I have to pay double for? Well, I only did damage, I took away your watch. I should have to pay once. The second is a penalty. So it didn't make the list. The Gemara says the only two that are not penalties are Ganef and Agazlin. Ganef and Agazlin is not a penalty. If I steal a, a watch from you, the fact that I have to pay the first time is not a penalty. So why is that not in Ravoshia's list? The answer is Ravoshia would say that when he listed Shemachinam, a Shemachinam has multiple ways that he could pay. One way is the most obvious, which is that in, on his watch, he, he didn't do a good job. Someone, you know, it was Shia. Or he stole it. That's another way. So when he said Shemachinam, he included in Shemachinam a Ganif. So why did Rav Chia list a Shemachinam and a Ganif when a Shemachinam could be a Ganif? The answer is, even when a Shemachinam steals, it's different than a Ganif, because the Shemachinam, he, he was given it um, beheter. The money came to him under the correct circumstances. Then he stole, as opposed to a Ganif, where he took it via Dayim, the Iser. That's why it's listed both in Rav Chia's Brisa. I will stop here.